You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Revenge hey, After man. Show. Welcome everybody. Bing is for doing, and we're here adjusting our chairs as I'm we get to ready. Get high, <laughs> so you can see me. It's hard for all us small hosts out there. I know. <laughs> yes. Well, why don't we start with that? Uh, well. We are Revenge, Season 2, Episode 4, Intuition. And uh, I am your host, of course, Phil Svitek. Join you alongside... Gabrielle Loren. Hey, guys. Catherine Julich. Hello. <laughs> and I'm Anna Koppel. Welcome. We're going crazy on this side already. Yeah. <laughs> it's nuts over here, you guys. I know. Well, we're adjusting after the episode. I mean, it's, it's again, uh, I'm just going to continue to give the show credit. It's, it's really finding its footing once again. Okay. You know, I wasn't... I wasn't thrilled with episode one, but I was hopeful. Well. And they're delivering. Exactly. And what a bombshell tonight, (laughs) which we'll talk about. (laughs) It was. And uh, Gabby, you want to talk about the uh, intuition quote? I know you were the The, queen. Is it the one that happened at the end? Because that's the one I have. Uh, I really like the one at the end. Yeah, Yeah. that was my favorite. Go with your gut. Intuition always has our best interest at heart. And Emily said that David Clark, her father, would say it to her. I like it. And uh, we'll talk about the different sides because we have the initiative, we have um, Kara, and we have David Clark, it seems like. We have three pieces of a triangle, and whose side are you ultimately on? Mm-hmm. So where do you think that quote plays into what happened tonight? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll dissect oh, it. Well, we're not dissecting it yet. Well, <laughs> we'll kind of keep, keep it in the mind as we dissect things. Well, let's start with Nolan. How about that? Where does it fit into Nolan's place? His intuition... <laughs> To, to cut to uh, what happens later, his intuition is, I got to kiss Padma. Yes. <laughs> and when's the right time? His intuition's trying to Poor Nolan. Him. He just cannot catch a break. But it was the saddest move I've ever seen. But hilarious. So cute. It made me love cute. him even more. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was sweet, but... But I don't know, poor Nolan. Well, you couldn't have a smooth, it couldn't be smooth for Nolan, come on. They had to have a little kind of a moment there, which just wasn't quite going to be the big romantic move, was it? Right, no. (laughs) Well, maybe taking her to Paris, though, will be. I know. Well, I think Paris, unfortunately, might be ruined now. (laughs) Yeah. Because it'll be looked at as, like, fleeing the country because they're being audited. Well, I don't know if she likes him anymore. I don't know. (laughs) She thinks he may be associated with the wrong people. Yeah, let's, so, so, so let's backtrack a little bit. Um, you know, I thought, I thought a really good storyline for Nolan. I thought there was a lot of action in tonight's episode, and so it was nice to kind of bring it down and bring that emotion with, I mean, Nolan's father and dealing with that. That was... 
I'm sure there's going to be more about Nolan's father. I think he was just introduced tonight, but I'm sure there's more to the story, don't you think? Yeah, yeah especially, 100%. Especially since there's kind of a hatred. I don't know. What was your guys' impression of that? My, I go back to the quote where he said, you know, um, I started out of my dad's garage, and then when I told him I was going back to senior of high school, he kicked me out. Yeah, it doesn't sound like he had a lot to do with his father in recent no. years because he said he didn't even know he passed away. So there's obviously a very fractured relationship there, which I'm sure will be more explored or we'll find out more about it because we haven't really heard much about his father before, have we? So this was we sort of introduced not. tonight. However, he was touched that his father was actually, you know, paying attention to mm. his success and really involving himself in his life, but not physically. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, and scrapbooking. And we may find out that he had been reaching out to Nolan. We don't we don't know really that storyline yet, I guess. You know, like you said, well. What did uh, Nolan say? Snail mail is for who? Luddites. You don't know what a Luddite is? I just forgot the So <laughs> what is the true definition? <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I call myself a Luddite. I'm, no, but now we're on Twitter, so I'm not as much of a Luddite. Anyone that is not into technology, you call a Luddite, but it actually goes back, and someone will have to probably Wikipedia this, because Luddites were, I think, it goes back to some a, a group of people that were called Luddites. A, Why does A it... Luddite is a term used for those who are afraid of computers, the internet, and the digital age. They prefer mm-hmm. to stick to pencil and paper. It is a modern variant of the term Luddite. Luddite. But that goes back to some ancient thing, I think. That's what I couldn't remember. Yeah. Now, is this... is Well... Obviously, the letter happened after his father had passed away, but, you know, um, I was going to say that his father... You hadn't heard that term Luddite before? No, well, I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm trying to figure out how the description can be represented of his father. Obviously, he didn't know when he was saying that quote, but, you know, all this mail that had built built up for six months, you know, you would think that maybe some of the mail um, was from his father. So he obviously wasn't Skyping his father because his father had no, no idea how to do it. No, certainly not. <laughs> and again, just goes to show how different yeah. they were. You know, Nolan's all about technology. And his father obviously wasn't old school. He was old school. Yeah. yeah. So I guess right. my theory that he's the half-brother of Amanda is not true anymore. We'll find out. Well, we don't know, do we? Maybe it's all a sham. It could be all a sham. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll stick to it. <laughs> See what happens. Yes. Um and with Padma, what did you, you know, she had that moment where she saw the check. But do you think it's that she's, as you're saying, shocked that because she thinks he has a, the connection to David Clark, who's a known terrorist, or has Padma got some other agenda and she was happy she found some proof of something? That, that, that's what I wanted to ask you guys, because mm. here, here's the thing. I mean, um, you know, I could be wrong in this, but the fact that she was looking at Emily and Nolan so closely. Yeah. And... Correct me if I'm wrong, ladies. There's got to be a jealousy factor. And you don't just, like, all of a sudden, if if he's going to go for the kiss, you can't, like, in the back of your mind think, like, wow, this guy was just... I mean, in her mind, I don't mean... I'm going to go vulgar with this, of course. But, right, what was the quote? Like, hey, M's M's needs me. She's like... Like, what? I I mean, there was a lot of sexual stuff. I mean, he was basically... In her mind, they were talking about pounding each other with, like, probably S&M gear. Oh, yeah. You know? So that must be, like, freaky. (laughs) So if you're, like, trying to get with a guy, then I don't know. I just think that would be in the back of your mind. Like, this this is the guy who was just... No, but he looks hard to get, so she was attracted to that because he's hooking up with other people. Well, I'm going to take this in a different direction. I think... Um, <laughs> Taking a different direction from Phil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Phil loves going in that direction. I think um, 
Who doesn't? I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> I think Padma is kind of like, where did she come from? She kind yeah, of came out of nowhere. Yeah, this is suspicious. Right. And, and she's now very uh, involved in Nolan's life, both mm. in his business and now his personal life. Yeah. And I'm always suspicious of somebody who takes that much interest in one's life. Yeah. So she might... Uh, interest and initiative. Because she took it upon herself to... Steal the locker key yeah. and go to his father. Drive out to the Hamptons, wherever wherever yeah. Nolan was. Exactly, and uh, and that's a little too invested to me. So I think and there might be an ulterior motive. Her, spe- her speech was good to Nolan. Like you know, uh, you don't want to regret these things. But like, how many times? I mean, insert Victoria as the character, and like you know what I mean. It's just it's just the lies that these people pull and how they manipulate each other. Mm. Yeah. So I think there's something more to Padma, unfortunately. Definitely. I think any but any character in Revenge, there's something more to them. There's no way these writers just brought Padma in, and there isn't going to be an ulterior motive in my Poor opinion. Nolan. Yeah, Nolan. yeah. Catch a break. That's what I'm saying. That's right. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Daniel, though. Um, and you know what? Uh, Unfortunately, in this case, I'm going to say, uh, just to wrap up, Nolan, his intuition was wrong. I think so, yeah. I think his intuition is being led astray at this point. Yes. (laughs) By Padma. Well, I think his intuition was guys, so you know what? Don't go for girls. (laughs) They're dangerous. I think that's how you solve that. They're dangerous. (laughs) Um, uh, Well, in his case, you know, he won. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Well, might there be something between Emily and Nolan? Because she did say... You know, kind of jealous, jealously. She's cute about Padma. It's like you think so. I don't know. I mean, I don't think of, in a romantic way. I think she's just jealous of anyone taking his attention away from her agenda. Her, because she wants yes. him at her beck and call, so she doesn't want him distracted. Fair enough. But at the same time, I could see her kind of pulling for Nolan to have a girlfriend since he doesn't really have anyone but Emily. You know, I could see her being like, come on, get a get a girl <laughs> at this point in the game. That could be it. Uh, speaking of girls that are wicked, <laughs> Ashley is the wicked witch of the West. Yikes. She ever. You never know whose side she's on, I feel like. She's so shady. No, she's, she's, she's always been side. with Conrad, Yeah, I but, think. Yeah, but then she gives hints as if she wants to help Daniel. No, I well, don't think that she's that last got... one, the last scene with um, Ashley and Conrad in the... She, she said, said, Daniel... What Do you have it down, what she said? I don't have the full quote, but she did say, I'm done being your little spy. So... That to me, Conrad. Yeah, yeah. That to me kind of symbolizes I'm on Daniel's side at this point in time. I think she goes for anyone she thinks is more powerful, and if she thinks Daniel is going to like outsmart, which he said he's going to. Yeah, then she's going to be with Daniel. I think she plays with whoever she thinks (laughs) is going to be winning and the most powerful. That's where I think her loyalty lies. Let's not forget that you know she started out. With Victoria, thinking Victoria was the most powerful. And Conrad kind of said, you know, you're playing on the wrong side here. You're on the wrong team. And that's when she started working with Conrad. Exactly. So, yeah. So I think, who just said whoever's the most powerful? Yeah. Did you just say that? Yeah. So, I mean, that makes the most sense. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that Daniel has proven to her yet. It seems to all be behind her back that he's sort of suspicious of her. I don't know that he's proven to her yet that he's more powerful I think she's uh, maybe not. I think she's maybe figuring out that he's trying to figure things out. He's not sort of as naive as he was in the first place. I think that's right. what I think's happening. She realizes that he's trying to use his 
<laughs> he's trying to investigate his father. He's trying to figure out what's going on now. Yeah. Well, when he also mentioned to Ashley, listen, the kidnapping wasn't real. This wasn't mm. real. I think that's when Ashley kind of had a turning point. Okay, I need to take Daniel's side because he's telling me information I thought from the get-go was legitimate. Yeah. And it's not. So she is now in the hands of Daniel. <laughs> well, even if, let's say, let's say she's not even in the hands of Daniel. She mm. certainly doesn't want to be in the hands of Conrad, who's about yeah. to go down. You and know? who else is there? You <laughs> so, know what I mean? <laughs> At this point, Declan. You know. Well, you know, I think, I think it's just smart. Like, hey, if I'm not, at least I don't want to be down. I don't want to be on the ship that's going down. At least I'll just be yeah. a freelance type of person. Um, and I mean, I really like Dan kind of stepping up. I mean, the whole like, hey, there's a silver Lexus parked unauthorized. And, yes, smart move. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I for me, that. I was wondering like, what? Wait, how's that going to come into play? And then, yeah. and then she says, "I've always been parking in the same spot." <laughs> yeah, I'll, that was super smart of him. I didn't yeah. think he had it in him. No, he's just proving every week. He's getting, he's yeah. getting smarter. He's, huh? getting he's smarter. becoming a Grayson. Yeah. That's yeah. what he's doing. But I think, I think, <laughs> you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to toot my own horn. I think my prediction is coming true, where he's beating the Graysons at their own game. Which you is know? what sort of Emily advised him to do, right? right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, congratulations, Daniel. Yes, exactly. <laughs> We're stepping on your team. up, stepping up, Daniel. The one thing, <laughs> the one thing that was—I don't know if it was a pet peeve or what—but what, like Daniel didn't notice the blood tonight when he came home. Yeah. <laughs> Just another day at the Graysons. Well, <laughs> could, he's, could be. he's not an overnight genius. Okay, <laughs> so. Step by step. Can't He's break. desensitized at this point <laughs> for what goes on another, inside that house. <laughs> just another day. <laughs> just another day. Uh, I do want to say uh, you called Ashley the Wicked Witch of the West. Yes. Um, I do follow her on Twitter. In real life, she's the sweetest girl. Like just, I'm sure she is. Just a sweetheart. So I, I just want to make sure if anybody doesn't know. If, uh, just, yeah. here, here's I want to like, have her back. I, I was having this conversation with a few of the other AfterBuzz hosts because uh, sometimes we as hosts get hate mail because we rag on a character. Ashley, the character of... The, <laughs> Not the, the actress. No. Ashley, the actor, is an amazing actress because I hate her character, which is what she's supposed to do exactly. on the show. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, that's... Well, yeah. Actually, yeah. I can tell you a couple of Madeline stories about the very same thing in News and Gossip. She told, she was actually saying how people are confusing her. So we'll address that later. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad yeah. to know. I've, I've heard you're the, I think, the 10th person to say that Ashley in real life is very sweet. <laughs> Doesn't she even say that on her Twitter? Does she ever mention that? I feel like she has. That I'm very I sweet. I noticed. That, yeah, that she's... <laughs> hey guys, I'm nice. <laughs> no, just I that, really, like, she's I'm not nice. her character. Like, because, you know, people get a little crazy, so... I don't think any of them are because they are probably one of the nicest cast out there. I mean, yeah, know, I mean, yeah. they're all very legitimate. Very they're all great actors. Yeah. So clearly yeah. it's a hit show. Well, speaking of great people, I think we're all great people here at After Buzz TV. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that as hyperbole. I really mean that. Right, Stephen? You would, you would say we're good people here. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm lying. That doesn't really sound like a good people kind of music. Thank you, Stephen, for shitting on my point. Dramatic. You're so welcome. But the point is, guys, if you guys would, please rate and comment on iTunes. It really helps us. And uh, and tell a friend. Um, You know what, Stephen? How about this? 
play uh give me a sound effect for waiting because i'll wait for you guys at home i'll wait for you right now (laughs) to tell a friend while you're at work or you can call someone that's right that's not or you can take the time to comment right now but you know it really does only take a second that's right especially if you have the podcast app makes your podcast super... I don't know if anybody can hear me. This music is kind of loud. But... We've reached 20 words on our comments. I'm still <laughs> waiting, guys. You guys can still write in your comments. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. All right. Thank you, Steven. That was... That was... That that? was more than enough time to write a comment. That's right. It was a good good comment of that, so we appreciate the comment (laughs) you just wrote. Um, Thanks. All right. Let's talk about... um, Let's talk about Jack's life. Just Poor Jack. Jack. Poor Jack. I feel so bad for these people. I I just realized there's so many pathetic characters. This guy in particular, I mean, this guy, I said it in the screening, but he's he's like five minutes away from taking a gun to his head. I just feel terrible about the whole Declan situation because I feel like with Jack, like Declan just keeps getting into trouble and it keeps falling onto Jack and it's his responsibility now because the father's passed away. Yeah, but I feel terrible about that. Is Declan 18? He's more than 18. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, at some point you have to. Can he drink? He's got to be more than 18, right? I don't think he can drink. Oh, okay. So he's not 20. Oh, that's he I think he's 18. But sure he's <laughs> I, I, I bet he's drinking, but he's not legally allowed to drink. Oh, okay. All right. So let's just make that distinction. Well, Charlotte was drinking and taking drugs. Yeah, she was. So, so they're all drinking. They're all We've drinking. established that. Um, Amanda's drinking on her pregnancy. Uh, kidding. Kidding. That didn't happen. But the, but the greater point is, I mean, yeah, I mean, this guy's this guy is taking on all the responsibility and, and he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders. Well, obviously, there's also someone plotting against him, which we found out tonight right. as well. Yeah. I mean, that sort of not so innocent, like a break in that Declan thought he was going to get some money, obviously had an ulterior motive. So we found that out tonight. Declan's so yeah. vulnerable. Yeah, Declan's it's just like everyone <laughs> takes like control over him and can well, easily he, persuade him. Here's what I hate is that Declan always thinks he's the stronger character, giving out the advice and saying this and that, trying to handle situations. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, he just makes it 20 times worse. Well, yep. He certainly has for his brother now, hasn't he? He's yeah. not only... Jack's got to what, cough up twenty thousand dollars to sixty thousand total. Now there's some with the scam bar. going on against him. But clearly. do you think it's just a scam to get the bar, or you think there's more to it? I more. guess we'll find out. Yeah. Well, the kid who uh, broke into this house with Declan is mm. uh, is involved in this, right? That's yeah. who was on the phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's, it sounds like it's a pretty big scandal to me. Yeah. yeah. But they're making it look like tonight that it's just sort of a way to make him broke to get the bar. But I think there's got to be more to it, right? What if Emily hired them (laughs) to maybe like, because maybe it's a fake scam and maybe it's to like either distract him from what Amanda or other things going on that she needs him to be distracted from. You never know. No, there's there's a... that's almost too mean. Yeah, that would be mean. Too mean? What? Yeah. Can, are you really saying that? Yeah. Do you have you seen what Emily's done in the past two seasons? Like yeah, this honestly. and last. But she likes Jack. <laughs> she does, but you know when it she likes Amanda too, and Amanda gave her life pretty much for Emily, and now Emily's choosing the baby's life over Amanda. So I don't put anything past her. I really don't at this point. Death like isn't. 
isn't really much to her anymore, I feel like. Well, I mean, she was just passing on Amanda's wishes at that point. Do you really think that was Amanda's wishes? She said it, yeah. She did say it. She said that she was being dragged off to the hospital. Because I didn't know if she was really saying that or... Oh, she said the baby, the baby. She said save the baby. Gotcha. Yeah, Yeah, save the baby. So that's why. Because at first when I... Now I do remember and I recall it, but at first I was thinking, oh, she's just letting her go. (laughs) You know what I mean? She's just getting rid of her. But now, yeah, you're right. She did say that. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think she's that wicked. <laughs> Ultimately, she has to stay a good character, and she's not. However, she did put her life in danger, and that's why she's in the hospital. Well, that's true. Yes. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. Well, I don't think that she knew her life was going to be in danger to that extent. I no. don't think she well, predicted she might be thrown over a balcony and lose her child in her own life. No, like, I don't right. think she predicted that. I don't that. think she did either. Let, but Let's get let's... back to Declan just for one minute. <laughs> let's, but let's, can I topic. say one thing? All right, one last thing, and we'll, we'll definitely we'll talk about it at length, but go ahead. I don't think that she, like, intentionally in that situation, because you wouldn't think, like, a baby shower would go that wrong. But in general... <laughs> I mean, the, the the so many scenarios that have gone on with all of these characters, there have been very highly dangerous situations. And to me, I almost wonder when does it when does she have a boundary? When is there a limit to like a point where she will not cross? Well, Except for the the killing of I think we saw it with the one guy, the white haired guy. She just left him. That was yeah. a boundary for her. That was a boundary for her. But that's the only time I've seen her. Not cross the line. Yeah. But I think, it, well, as Phil said, ultimately she still has to be a good character. So she can't go too far. We still have to sympathize with her. Yeah. And ultimately, yeah. What, what, <laughs> I mean, about that. so mm. what, Jack gets thrown out into the street? Like, what, what you know, it, there's no motive for this. And, and Declan's life is pretty much ruined, you know? So ultimately, you know, if anything, she would whisk him away to, like, uh, Wisconsin so they could live a ha- happily ever after. Why Wisconsin? I don't know. Well, maybe, Just Wisconsin. I hear it's nice. But maybe <laughs> she'll take him in, and maybe that's what she's hoping for. I don't know. <laughs> I just—here's what's interesting is that this, you know, um, this plot has been kind of um, the smallest plot mm. points in each episode, but it's every time it— I think they, it's ramping up, yeah. Yeah, and, they, and you know, every time they bring it in, mm. it's something that's shocking. Yeah. So um, I definitely think there's a big, big motive coming. That's what I think, too. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about—I can't read. Why can't I read? What's, which number is this? Well, a- Aiden? All right. Let's talk about Aiden and uh, Emily's plan since kind of that's where the episode started. Um, and I didn't realize—it took me about— seven to ten minutes to realize that we backtracked in this whole episode. As it was 24 hours earlier, yeah. yeah. I think the whole episode was up to the point of yeah. Amanda going to hospital, yeah. And uh, so, you know, obviously, here's the thing, like, both Aiden's, like, storyline was, was really big, but for me, I, it just got so overshadowed by the uh, Amanda thing. You know, yeah. but, uh, but what did you guys think of Aiden's storyline and, and, and his interaction? Interaction with Kara and all that. Yeah. Can I bring up where I was confused or can I? Yes, yeah. go ahead. Well, I thought in the beginning of the episode, um, Emily says she plays back the, this is where I'm not sure whether it was the 24-hour flashback, but I think it was in the 24 hours earlier. She plays a cell phone message about being Detective Lasky and then she confronts him and says, "You, there is no Detective Lasky and that you found my mother kind of thing. And then what I didn't get is then we had the whole storyline of him going back to the hotel room uh, with the mother 
Did Emily know about that? Did she was this previous or before? That's what I'm confused. My, because why didn't she just follow him to find her mother? <laughs> my theory is that she. There, I, I really wish I knew the quote where she yeah. says because I thought she knew that he had seen the mother. But then there was one last line, and this is the problem with going up right after is we don't always get a chance to rewatch it. Mm. Um, so if you guys know what it is, let me know. But it's there was that one line where I thought, okay, she doesn't know that Aiden actually met her and saw her. And then I think Aiden went back because of that, of okay. what, he, see, oh, what think- he saw in Emily. I could be wrong, but that's yeah. my interpretation of it. Okay. I leave the floor to Gabby and Anna. Well, I don't know that it was the best plan. Because it seemed on Emily's part or Aiden on Aiden's part, okay. Because it seemed like the exact same plan that he went in with, like Detective Lasky, and then he went back, like I'm with the FBI. So it seemed like the same plan. I'm just going back with my real voice. Uh, but he he altered it. Whereas now he wasn't looking for a criminal. He was on his side. Yeah, he was trying to make out that he Gordon had sent him. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I I just feel like. I don't know. Maybe he should have captured her or something. But uh, I, I feel like he went in with pretty much the same plan, which didn't work the first time. So I don't understand why it would work the second time. And, well, like, you know, it seemed way too easy. Oh, yeah, here's the hard drive. He said if anybody came knowing all this information, like, turning his back on I her. Know. I don't know. I I thought, thought, yeah, like, you're right. I thought he'd smarter than that. Yeah, it just seems... <laughs> yeah. And, my frustration is this. If if you're continually trying to win Emily's trust, then let her in on this whole thing. And in mm. fact, and, and you know, you ultimately want someone you can trust in all this stuff, right? And so Emily is a person you can trust. And so just be like, hey, I'm going to see your mother. Mm. You know, just watch me. And if yeah. anything happens or goes down, you know my whereabouts, you'll know the whole thing. That's what I don't Done. get. I don't get this. <laughs> so, Because at the same time, Aiden's going on his own motive to find mm-hmm. out some information that he needs in this whole in the whole grand scheme of things from Kara, but he doesn't want Emily's interaction with the mother because I think he thinks it's going to get too personal. So he's trying to keep her out of it. Wait, Do you guys think that? What information is he trying to get? Like, I think he's just trying to figure out Gordon's whole like role in this and if he works with the initiative or if he's with the Graysons and what he was doing because he also killed her father. And that's where this whole thing stems from of revenge. It's like because the Gordon stabbed him, right? At, yeah. in, in the, the jail, prison. in the yeah. prison. Yeah. Yeah. So it stems from that. I think he's ultimately trying to learn the truth and her trust, which he thinks can be separated. And did I miss something tonight or did I completely get this wrong? When um, Jennifer Jason Lee, Cara mentioned my husband, was she referring to Gordon? No. I I thought because she said my husband as in like present tense. So I'm assuming she she was married to Gordon. Yeah. Because she said my husband would never tell tell somebody that I was a Clark or whatever she said. They were married. Yeah. Interesting. And Emily also said uh, when she was listening to the Mm. message uh, about Detective Lasky, she said the white hair man had 20 years to brainwash my mother. So Emily said that. Yeah, Emily said that. I, Emily said that. And I think that's very valid because Victoria said to Conrad, I hand-delivered Cara to Gordon, Gordon Murphy. Yes. Yeah. So that whole marriage was probably a sham. Yeah. 
and Emily and would have had no idea that the whitehead man was actually her stepfather. But why not just <laughs> kill Kara? Why not just kill her like everybody else? Why yeah. did they keep her alive and like tucked away in a random motel for so many years? Well, I don't think they tucked her away. I think, I think as she stated it, there's the initiative. There's David Clark. I think the great, you know, she didn't say the Graysons, but I think they're somewhere in this uh, web of things. And then there's her side. However, Kara was fra- afraid of the initiative. That's why she was hiding. And the Graysons, that both of them, those parties were after her. That's what Gordon relayed to her. So she was in hiding. However, so she's a Gordon side. That's was what brought saying. to brought to Kara because of Victoria Grace. But did they think maybe the Gordon or Whitehead man was going to dispose of her and instead protected her? Yeah, I mean, he's That's obviously my, shown that he can go yeah, rogue. Yeah, because I'm thinking that Grayson's handed the white, her to the Whitehead man, maybe thinking that he was going to get rid of her as he got rid of David Clark. And now we know that they got married. He he protected her. He protected her instead, maybe. I don't agree with that because Victoria knows Kara's still alive. Therefore, she knew that there, that wasn't in the plan, I guess. Right. So. Um, here's ultimate. Oh, what I picked out of that as the most significant thing was the fact that uh, if David Clark is basically against her. And for the first time season Mm -hmm. emily's been doing nothing but um doing basically david clark's work yeah and so ultimately i think it's going to be car versus emily at least for this season right that's right (laughs) steven finally got a sound effect right and then i can't wait to see where victoria comes into this and victoria and cara if they confront each other well i mean yeah it's probably a prediction but i was just saying that madeline stone mentioned that they will align i wonder if it's against cara but well that's probably in prediction so i'm excited (laughs) yeah yeah i mean ultimately you guys kind of agree that's where it's headed a little bit. That would be the Emily car. versus, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They're going to be on opposite sides is what you're, yeah. That's Which means I mean. Victoria might be on Emily's, more on Emily's side. With that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of uh, going into the next topic. Um, but uh, what was that scene in the hospital where she, where Emily sees Kara? That, we thought that was a flashback or she was imagining her. It was just. It was really confusing. No, oh, you mean happened. when she really saw her, or you mean the flashback to her childhood? Uh, well, she really saw her, which yeah. we thought. Yeah. We but initially. Did she thought... know that was her mother? Does she know yeah, what her mother she looks did. like? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I think so. I mean, yeah. w- w- at first, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. She said, "Didn't she say something in the hospital?" Sorry, I didn't drop. But she said something in the hospital Cara to did. Amanda. Yeah, Cara said, "Like, don't worry, mommy's here." Mommy's here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she knew that was yeah, her mother. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And she had the memory. Finally, yes. finally got and then recalled she the memory. When she drowned, and when she, she drowned. almost drowned. Yeah, and she was on the verge of the same memory when she was tied up in uh, the first episode of the season. Yes, yes. exactly. So, so she finally came, came back, came yeah. back to her. Yes, and uh, ultimately, um, I mean, what was the significance of that memory to you guys? How does it affect? Well, because I mean, everyone's been saying that all. Oh, that car is dangerous, and that you know, even that, even uh, Victoria said that to the. Amanda, fake Amanda, that, you know, your mother tried to kill you. Mm-hmm. So, and then I think Aiden's kind of saying her mother is dangerous. So I think she finally got some evidence that now, yes, mummy, it, she was a bit of a mummy dearest. She wasn't really a yeah, <laughs> wonderful mummy. Really. <laughs> so was that the moment that people interpreted as that her trying to drown her? 
Perhaps. Yeah. Well, that she realizes that her mother tried to kill her, which is fairly significant, right? It's yeah. fairly significant that she would try to drown her as a child. So I think all that memory came back now. Mm-hmm. And think... why then? Why then? Her father wanted to keep her away from her mother, and then it all plays into this now. Why she's been separated from her mother? Why she didn't know she was still alive? That this is why because her mother is dangerous to her. Yeah. Right. But I don't understand if they're so mm. willing to kill people. <laughs> Why didn't they kill this dangerous woman? That's what, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is yeah. Gordon, did Gordon save her? That's why there has to be something else going on. Because why would they just keep her in a hotel for Maybe like she so is many the initiative. Years. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, right. Uh, well, yeah, really yeah, quickly, because right. we we didn't talk about this, um, but you know, it deserves to be mentioned. Conrad's meeting with the initiative. Right, yes. And uh, what did you guys take away from that? I mean, I thought it was a really interesting quote where she says to him, you actually do have a choice, but um, can you live with the... Live with the consequences, yeah. yeah. All the choices, yeah. Yeah, the choices. The choices you make. Um, so I thought... Are they doubting his... Is that basically, are they doubting his commitment? They're doubting what he's going to do next. Is I don't think they're mean? doubting. I don't think they're doubting his commitment. I think it's just if he doesn't go with them, then what does it mean for his life? Yeah, it's like well, you are committed now. Mm. You are this far. You've made your decisions, and like present yeah. day, you. It's are like if you tell the mafia, like, "Hey, I'm yeah. out." Yeah, yeah it's like, like bam, bam, <laughs> done. Yeah, <laughs> concrete shoes for you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's four shots for all of us. Um, but anything else that you guys took? I mean, I thought it was. I would have liked to see a little bit more. Again, I'm just of intrigued. the initiative. Yeah, I think. Just, it, I th- again think it's revealing each week. We're finding. I mean, we're obviously going to find out eventually what this initiative is. Yeah. It's I'm, I'm kind just of intrigued by this initiative. What is this initiative? The yeah, initiative. Yeah, but I, who's behind it? What is the real plot? You I'm know? so glad that you're talking about this because I was thinking, mm. I'm like, I'm going to ask them when we're done with the show what the initiative is because yeah. I'm so confused. And I'm so glad that... Uh, <laughs> is it the, the government? Is it a private enterprise? I keep thinking there's some kind of big plot <gasps> oh that's going God, on. Oh, my God. That's what makes it so interesting. Like, I know this should be a prediction, but what if, like, at the end of all this, the initiative is the government? That's what I... And that's they're what corrupt. I, well, that plays into all those nine uh, eleven conspiracy exactly. theories. There you go, all you conspiracy theorists out there. All you conspiracy theorists, that's for you. I like the uh, South Park really explained it well for me that the conspiracy theory is a conspiracy itself. <laughs> yeah, there true. You go. <laughs> that's going to keep me up tonight. That's right, because four percent of Americans. This is according to South Park are dumb and so they believe and so they need to think that the US government is strong enough where it could do something like this so therefore they built the conspiracy so that 4% another, of America another time Phil another time <laughs> that's actually kind of interesting time. I'm just putting it out what the initiative anyway, could be wa- watch know. the South Park episode it's free I think it's funny watch, it's watch South Park uh, watch Homeland watch yeah, yeah speaking watch of that yeah. speaking of we, we do a lot of shows here at After Buzz TV one of them is South Park one of them is Homeland um, Dexter that kind of relates to some of this you know, Revolution inter- maybe uh, yeah. Revolution, yeah, Revolution's a show. Government. It's, if we didn't have conspiracy theories, we wouldn't have good stories. <laughs> that's right. But uh, you need good fiction. <laughs> we do a lot of we do a lot of conspiracy theory stories or TV shows. We also do reality TV shows. We do reality competition, drama, comedy, any of that. We do here at AfterBuzz TV. And so, um, if you're a fan of one of those shows, because you probably are. Uh, take a listen. You might like some of the other AfterBuzz shows. For example, Gabby, you're doing Jersey Shore. Yep. 
Uh, <laughs> this isn't the current show, but Catherine and I did uh, Mad Men. Fantastic. Check yes. I'm doing Dexter. You're doing right. Dexter and New Normal, right? Yes. And what else? I feel like there's one more. There was Real Housewives, but that's oh, over now. That's over. So, so but there, there's a lot going on right now. So you should definitely check it out. Yeah. Christina Hendricks was just at that Johnny Walker tasting event I was working at. Who was? She, she um, endorses it or whatever. Who was? Christina Hendricks. Okay. You know, so I sent that email Man. to you. Yeah. <laughs> Mad Men, because you were just talking about it. Yes. Christina Hendricks. Yeah. She's the official face of Johnny Walker whiskey, guys. Well, thank you. Our systems detect that a host does, does Johnny Walker pay? Does Johnny Walker pay for that plug? <laughs> no, so. but I, I work for like the marketing company that. All right. Yeah, well, they got some whatever. free advertising. Yeah, they sure time. did. There you go. Um, all right, let's talk about the big baby shower, and um, and obviously all of that. Amanda was- turning up with her gals—that was pretty funny. <laughs> that was that was pretty funny. I don't think it's that kind of a club. Yeah. <laughs> It's not a bridge club, I can assure you of yes, that. That's, that was a good yeah. line. <laughs> um, bef- before that happened, though, yeah. I I really want to kind of just take a moment to dissect the uh, where Emily and Amanda are talking. And uh, Amanda's, or Emily says, you know, this is the last time I just need kind of this information. And mm. Amanda just tells her, it never stops with you. Yeah, you're, that's you're right. Never done. It never does stop with Nolan, with Amanda. No, she's, that's right. Whoever gets caught in her web it never does stop she's always asking you for more yeah and it just continues to dig deeper yeah. and deeper like there's there is and no she keeps end. getting them more and more into trouble for her benefit and didn't we say this in the first season how you're just gonna dig a grave for yourself remember that I, maybe you said that so kudos for being no, smart because we i think we were talking about the infinity symbol and everything now you know everything comes back full circle we mentioned that and pretty much you dig your own grave Okay, I dig that. You can't escape the eight. That's right. Yeah. It just comes back. Yeah. Interesting. All right, maybe I missed that episode. No, well, we all spoke about that, Phil. It was the very beginnings of revenge. Yeah, well, we'll I just was, have to if play you it remember, back. You weren't there. It might have been the first there. episode. Of I wasn't there. You weren't? Weren't you listening? <laughs> I wasn't. I think you were the producer, actually. You we never were sitting to in me. here. Yeah, but I didn't know what the hell you guys were talking about. You were talking about But once you, saw, once you got into revenge, yeah. you just... I got yeah. into revenge you because of you revenge. guys. That's right. I'm going to play back. We dragged you in. Why don't we ever go anywhere nice anymore? Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, whatever we were talking about, moving on. So, obviously, Amanda goes forward with it. But, <laughs> again, just love the strippers. <laughs> the strippers are great. She, she spreads the pain They added some this. comedy yeah. in there. I mean, you know what? It's It was... Here's what, what the nice thing that it also did is it did a pattern interruption against Victoria anyway, where now she's having to deal with this and, and it's, you know, and, and especially for what Amanda wants to get out of Victoria, it's, again, it kind of frazzles Victoria. So ultimately it's a fun play. If you really think about it, I don't think she went that deep with it in her thinking, but... You're bring, bringing the girls in. You just, yeah, like, I yeah, think yeah. it was just purely like, hey, let me bring some strippers. Yes. <laughs> Into the Hampton home. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but then, all right, so let's talk about, uh, well, let's talk about the uh, the diary the first time they talk. And, uh, <laughs> and how did you, go, you have something to say. Uh, no, I just wanted to say that uh, you were right and I was wrong. And um, Was I? What was I right about? That it was actually Emily had written the journal. Yeah. And she said it's one of it's um one of my father's journals, or at least my version of it. Yeah. So I said, Oh, I think it is actually his journal, but I was wrong about that. Yeah. So Correct. 
So, uh, so I guess she made up another journal. And uh, look at you, you're so smug right now, Phil. <laughs> uh, but you no, know, I'm, I'm actually, you know, uh, I tend to forget these things. But um, what did you? <laughs> what, what what do you think she changed in in from that journal? I mean, it was, you know, um, well, she brought up a lot about the mother. I, I I doubt that was in the original journal because she would have known about the mother. But it had to have been truthful. I mean, to, you mean to an, you're talking about when Amanda reads it to um, Victoria? Those yeah, I mean, cap- it, yeah. It, it, you know, in order for that whole plan to work, there must have been a, a hint of truth in there. Well, obviously, when they met, she mentions when they really met. At New Year's, and, yeah, New yeah. Year. But I mean, she—I think she's just making out that David wrote in the journal a lot more about Kara, which obviously he didn't because she would have known this yeah. stuff, right? And so, she deepened his love for um, Victoria. Yeah, because was... Victoria had a little tear, and it was very yeah. touching. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes. Um. So I mean. Ultimately, like let's say Charlotte hadn't interrupted it, would the plan have worked? I mean, it seemed like it wasn't because Victoria was all about the money and not giving out information. Yeah, then right, she wanted the journal. We were talking about she wanted to buy she, the journal bo- both times. Yeah. That that was her whole plan. Is she said buy the journal? Yeah, you know how and she just, how much is going to take? Mm. And ultimately, she decides a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, is the price of the journal. Um, I mean, what, what, obviously, there's there, Victoria doesn't want the information out. We yeah. know this, but but um, is it because is is there any hint that she might actually care about Amanda in any th- way? I think so. I think so. Uh, she loved David, and I think that you know, there's a time they were going to be a family, so. If she has these memories, and if she were reading this journal, this real journal, and is taken back to those times and remembers her as a little girl, I, you know, I, I think there might be some loving parts there. But she's just so bitter and jaded now. Yeah. Yeah, but she's she. The only thing that's not like she just. I think she's always loved. Whenever she gets emotional and makes mistakes, it's because of her feelings towards David Clark. Yes, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I mean, you know, historically from what we've seen. Um. All right, let's get to the balcony scene. <laughs> not the greatest visual, I must say, but um, obviously still a horrific image. Exactly for the result. Yeah. Did you see that coming, or did you, were you shocked? I was shocked. Yeah. That just took such a weird turn, um, story-wise. It was definitely a surprise. Yeah, I didn't think of a man... Well, I guess she's not out of it. She, she's still alive, but I mean... In a yeah, coma. I didn't, yeah, I didn't expect her to be quite so brutally taken out of this... Taken out that quickly like that. And yeah, we had a small debate. Was it the papers that she was trying to grab? grab yeah. I don't know. Was, yeah, it was the papers... Or the, the journal or the... I didn't quite see what she was grabbing. Well, I think she was trying to hold on to both the sign-in sheet and the check, the right. matching signatures. Yeah. So that I think they were fighting over that. So how many movies and TV shows are we seeing now that you should never stand at the top of a stair? On high heels. The on high heels. Right. While you're... Str- I mean, hasn't anybody learned yet? <laughs> really? I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> 
That's right. Well, how many times is that? I mean, not to say that I, it was still a great plot point, but very how many typical. times have we seen this happen? People falling over a top of a stair. Have we? I don't know. Yeah, really? it's in a lot of movies. It's in everything. It <laughs> is. Fair enough. Um, I mean, I'm still saying it was a surprise, but I'm just saying. Come yeah, on. Anytime Jerry <laughs> are arguing on a balcony or the yeah. you know it's going to end up with go over. over. Yeah. So good tip, do not argue on balconies or top of stairs. <laughs> um, to answer the question of what she was grabbing for, I think she because she burns the check and the um, the sign-in sheet, yeah. I think that's... The sign-in sheet was probably yeah. what she wanted. She didn't yeah. want any proof that she uh, was there. Because yeah. the, the, the matching signatures proved that she was there. So I think ultimately that's what she wanted. She wanted to rid that evidence. However, and is that the real copy? or That's do you the think, real copy. Why wouldn't she make a copy of it so that <laughs> she doesn't lose the real deal? Like, okay, It's not the real journal. Sense. Why would it be the real copy? Yeah. Um, I'm with you, Anna. Yeah. And okay. is that the only way Emily has ever gotten her signature? You think she would have had her signature? You know, she said she told Amanda that she had to accept the check so they could match signatures. You can't tell me in all this time she's never had any exact. You think that was the only way to get? I, I mean, hey. I know. Sorry, I'm I'm ruining plot. Who plot writes here. checks? <laughs> Who writes checks anymore? Yeah. We just ball in cash. Um, and then ultimately, uh, I I mean, I was actually I, I'm gonna be a terrible, terrible person. It was going to help Jack's life tremendously had Amanda died. Yeah, yeah. You it would have changed, that. That, it changed that the dynamic so of the show. That was so mean. You all were watching that. You were saying that. I was thinking it was so mean to I hope, say that. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to be worse. I hope they both die. I hope the baby dies. You want everyone to die. I hope I hope both die. <laughs> At least I didn't go that far. Listen. And take Declan, Jack. too. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Listen, I I think it would help Jack's life out tremendously. What, is he going to raise this baby on his own? What, what, what no, is he going to do? That? Emily will come in and help. She's a, god, she's a godmother. Yeah. Uh, and no. eventually the mother. No. Isn't that what my prediction was? <laughs> that Amanda dies giving and birth she's after gonna, having fallen said, off a balcony? <laughs> I said that Amanda's going to die, regardless of how it is, whatever, and Emily's going to be the mother of that child. I think they should have their own baby. (laughs) Listen, I don't hate all babies, just to be clear, okay? (laughs) I want them to have their own baby. I think, you know, they're in heaven now. It's okay. All right, well, we got to get on to some news and gossip. (laughs) After Buzz TV News. So uh, just to uh, for fans out there, obviously we could go on talking about this all night. So um, we'll give you guys our Twitter handles at the end. Um, for now, I'll just give you AfterBuzz TV. You know, continue the conversation with us. We love discussing with you guys. But yes, unfortunately, we are on to news and gossip, which Gabby has a lot of. Right, Gabby? I have one story. Then we she have has a lot story. over on that side. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. So pretty much I found on October 19th, Perez Hilton posted a story about how the third person in the love triangle, so it's Nolan Padma and this guy, EJ Bonilla. Woohoo. Okay. And um, pretty much he's the other person involved with that. But they all, he also speculates that um, Emily and Daniel's romance is not over. There's pictures from the second season of Amanda, well, Emily, I should say, Emily and um, Daniel at a reception somewhere. I don't know. They're dancing. 
Is that them in real life? Embracing each other. Yeah, that's probably them in real life. <laughs> However, I did look at the pictures, and I don't know if I... No, it was actually... It was scenes from Revenge, but okay. I don't know if I actually agree with him because there were also pictures of Aiden and Ashley together. So to me, that's just saying there's something going on, and they're probably just discussing a plot or trying to plot against people. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Uh, go ahead. Catherine. For Anna? Um, to, oh, yeah, I'll go quickly. Go um, so, yeah. small things. Um, it was announced earlier this week that Target will be partnering with Revenge for product integration. And as of November 11th, viewers will see um, interstitials with uh, the cast at Target. And M- Neiman Marcus, yes, will cool. be uh, solely, it will just be Target and Neiman Marcus uh, dressing the cast. Uh, all their products. So what do we get? Like eights? Like infinities? Like what do we get? We'll see. Time will tell. Infinity t shirt November 11th. We'll see on November 11th. November Um, 11th. That's the day after my birthday. Yeah. You guys will never remember. Mine's the 18th. We should have a party. I will remember yours if you don't remember mine. I I remember yours. (laughs) Um, And then this this is really girly stuff. So, you know, gentlemen... I'm sorry, Phil. This has been a girly day for you. But um, Krista B. Allen has like awesome eyebrows, and uh, she uses a toothbrush to shape them. So that's just a little thing. And then Ashley Mattacu tweeted that her uh, Halloween costume picks are between Minnie Mouse, Tina Turner, Honey Boo Boo, and Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Honey Boo Boo! <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! Honey Boo Boo! Done. We yeah. vote for Honey Boo Boo. All right. So that's, that's it. Awesome. It's girly stuff. All right, and Catherine, you have more things. Oh, just to, I want to thank everyone. Uh, we were talking about the interview with Madeline Stowe uh, last week. I want to thank everyone. We got so many hits on that video. That was an awesome, over 2,000, so thank you. Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk a little bit more uh, about some of the great things Madeline told me, some personal stuff and that. But one thing we were talking, she was talking about, you were saying before about how people confuse her with the real character. And she was saying this story about that with her husband. I think she has a stepdaughter who's 16, and the stepdaughter was staying with her, and she said someone had said to the stepdaughter, how can you live with that woman like she actually says she gets confused people confuse her with victoria a couple of other interesting things um do we have a picture <laughs> steven can you pull up the uh we want but, yeah, to pull up no, the picture of Catherine and i uh, love Madeline. this photo can i say something though yeah. you know sometimes you actors get, get really involved in their characters and bring <laughs> yeah. it home so you never know yeah, isn't she <laughs> there we go just a couple uh, of really cute uh, full so yeah cute. A, a couple of other great things she has never once been to the hamptons can you believe that that's Wow. Has Hilarious. never been to the Hamptons. She doesn't ever take a handbag with her. She says that she's just starting to, but the only thing she ever keeps with her all the time is lip balm. She doesn't have a purse. She, she, that's another thing. Wow. Um, another great story she told me is that the reason she took on Revenge is that she was actually trying to get this movie made called a Western. She's trying to do this romantic Western, and she couldn't get it up in time, so she took the role in Revenge. She's now doing that movie. She's going to be directing it. It's called Unbound Captives, and she has cast Hugh Jack and Rachel Weiss in it, and it'll be a romantic western. And she's very thrilled. I think I read that in the, Holly, uh, yeah. the Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, but the reason she took revenge is because she couldn't get that movie up. So um, I thought that was quite interesting as well. And the other thing, which I love, the other story that she said, which um, you know how, uh, yeah, I know a lot of actresses do Botox and that, but she said that she's aged so well because as a child she had a little tick, and she used to move her face in a strange way and a stutter. So her mother and her grandmother kind of train her to get out of it told her to not move her face so she said she got so used to sort of not having any expression on her forehead that that's 
Yeah, I thought that was fascinating. That's and also really she stayed cool. out of the sun because it, she has Hispanic background and she said at the time it was kind of, you know, they didn't want to sort of at that point reveal that, you know, that were. So she said her mother and her grandmother always told her to stay out of the sun. So that's her beauty tips. That's why she's saying she has sort of aged so gracefully and so well. Can I ask a question about the movie? How, mm. what changed since she had revenge? How did she get her movie? Well, she's got the funding now and I imagine it's probably oh, with the profile. Okay. Yeah, and she's got the, yeah. So, gotcha. Yeah, so she's cool. thrilled that she's And the Golden Globes nomination, that. Uh, yeah, and she got oh, a Golden well, Globe nomination, that really helped. If somebody <laughs> offered her, you know, if there were investors afterwards or if yeah. she's putting up her own money. No, no, she said she's got, no, I don't think she's putting her own she's money She's investors. Up. Yeah. That's yeah, I mean, I think, you know, uh, it just takes people, mm-hmm. you know, I like seeing people get to a point where people back them up, yeah. you know, and now with revenge, yeah. I'm sure someone was... This is this is both a good thing and a bad thing. I think I think there's some wife that really loves revenge that nags some some investor and she's like, we got to put money for this because uh, you yeah. know in one of the, one of the scenes in uh, the first episode, it's actually the um, it's actually the hospital, the mental institution that was shot at uh, one of my friends' house. And the reason they did it is because the wife was such a huge fan of the show, and you know because they actually took a huge loss by renting out the space. For yeah. revenge. Wow. So um, I think, you know, it's great when you have people that champion you because of the work that you've done. Yeah. So it's cool to see. Congratulations. Totally. Is that all? Anna, do you have anything? That is all the news uh, and gossip uh, that we have uh, for this week, October good. 21st, 2012. Nice. And let's get into predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So Kara and, of course, Victoria... Are face to face. Okay, can my, one of my predictions is this might be crazy. There's a lot of blood tonight. At some point, is there someone going to be talking about blood transfusions, blood? Are we going to find out that they are not related? Are you talking about Amanda? <laughs> yeah, and her, her and uh, Kara, who thinks that she's the mother. That was kind of the thought that popped in my head because, you know, because she's Ooh. lost a lot of blood. Will they be looking for someone? I don't know. I mean, I have That no is so smart of you to think that. Yes. Luckily, she Amanda and Emily blood. are both A positive. <laughs> but maybe they, yes, we don't know, right? Incidentally. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. But that, that's, that's actually, uh, we'll find out. We'll find out. Could yeah. be. Could be. Anna? Uh, I think and I hope Amanda dies. Uh, <laughs> that is mean. See, I only said it once as like a wishful, like throwaway. Well, I mean it with all my heart and soul. <laughs> so, I don't know if the actress dies, okay? These are characters, not a real person. Relax, everybody. But that means the actress will be out of a job, so that's mean. <laughs> no, she could come back in flashbacks. Yeah. 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 No, that's supposed to be a yay. Yeah. <laughs> He he, he would be the interesting part, though. uh, Look at David Clark. Just to to not make a full light of it. I think if Amanda did die, that would have to alter Emily's plans tremendously. You know, and now now she wouldn't have to deal with Jack. So that, you know, that relationship would. No, I think I'd like to see Amanda and and, uh, Kara kind of relating, you know. So I think Amanda might come out of that coma. Because and then Emily's got to sit back and see them relate as mother and daughter. Oh my god, that would be fun, Gabby. What if Amanda has memory loss when she wakes up? Ah, I love it. That would be <laughs> juicy. And like knows that she's the real Emily. <laughs> what if she just only remembers being Emily? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And doesn't know how so to fake it anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, em- the- 
our Emily would have a conundrum. <laughs> She'd be like, oi, oi, what are you doing? Yeah. Or she could maybe just only remember her as Amanda. That's right. Well, uh, <laughs> our time's up for this week. Uh, right after this, we have ABC's 666 After Show. So check out that. Show them some love. Um, because we certainly haven't by going over our time. Yeah. But uh, anyways, thank you guys for listening. Keep commenting. Keep rating. Tell a friend. Um, thank you guys. And uh, where can they find you guys if they do want to continue the conversation? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Gabrielle underscore Loren or on Facebook at Gabrielle Loren. And Catherine does have a Twitter. I do. I'm still learning, but I'm getting there. Uh, still a lot of with it. It's at Catherine, K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-T-U-L-I-C-H. And thanks for people that did tweet back. I will learn to tweet back. That's my next lesson. <laughs> um, and I'm on a couple. You can follow me at couple for mayor, K O P P E L F O R M A Y O R. Thank you guys. See you next week. Awesome. Thank you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Ay, ay, ay. Fun show. I think definitely a lot more to talk about than the. 